guys. <clears throat> I guess that's how we're going to start. Today, we have a very special guest. This is a follow-up call. And um, really, really appreciate, come, appreciate him coming on to the call today. Uh, time is precious. It's actually his day off, and he's put in, putting on a suit for us. Uh, so DK from Ottawa, uh, top team leader and a superstar agent, uh, is doubling his business this year. And he's in the best shape of his life. Uh, tell us how much weight have you lost uh, since 75 days ago? Are you finished with the compliments already? I yes. Oh, oh, you want me to keep going? Okay. Well, no, no, I thought that's fine. If you want to stop, I thought we were going to accolades. And that's fine. Um, 33, 33 pounds so far. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 33 pounds, man, in two and a half months. Two and a half months, 33 pounds. So, um, yeah, obviously, you, you, you know, best year in your life in real estate. Um, you know, family's great. You're healthy. And what got you to um, even step into this journey of a, a, your body transformation and your total, it's, it's, you're a completely different person. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to my tailor about taking in my suits and he said, after 30 pounds, it's a new body. There's no retailering, like you're a new person. So um, that was kind of cool. Um, I'll tell you what happened. I went to this, this goes in hand in hand with the people you surround yourself with matters. So we were at the superstar retreat in Vegas and I was sitting with the mastermind group and Eddie was going around the table. So I'm at the head of the table and he looks at me and he's like, okay, cool. And he looks at Dave and he's like, Dave, man, you look amazing. Like, what are you doing? Like, cause we haven't seen each other and like, you're not. And Dave's like, well, thanks man. Like, you know, not much. I'm just Dave. And then he looks at like Casey and he's like, Casey, you look fucking great. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he, go, he went around the whole table and then it's like, okay, we're ready to order. I'm like, Hey asshole, what about me? He's like, you look fat. Like what happened? So Actually, he didn't say that, but, but it, occurred, <laughs> it occurred to me on my own that I had let myself slide because mm -hmm. in, uh, in Ottawa, um, the, the gyms were closed, but that was an excuse, right? Like it was a total excuse. I totally could have been working out from home, but I let myself slide and I ended up hitting like a lot, like 210 pounds, which is a lot for my height. And I felt gross. I felt lethargic. I just felt disgusting. I wasn't sleeping well. I was irritable. And um, that second, John, we were, at, uh, we were at Wolfgang Puck Cut and I had a Wagyu steak and I had like all this shit. I stopped eating. That second, I stopped eating immediately. And I wow. said, that, it was just a, a moment where I snapped and I said, that's it. And um, no alcohol, no sugar, no carbs, light carbs, like fruit and stuff. Yeah. Very regimented, working out six days a week, two hours wow. a day got a health plan, like an eating plan, a sleeping plan. And from the second I came back to Ottawa, I just kicked it into high gear. I got massive accountability by hiring an amazing trainer who helped me. And I said to myself, what would happen? What? Sherman, Sherman, Sherman. What would happen if I put all of the passion and energy into my body that I put into my business? Because my business, mm. you know, we're at 140 million, uh, you know, that we've never done that kind of volume in one year. My goodness. What would happen if I put the passion and the drive and the burning desire that I put into my, into my business, into my body for the first time in my life, what would happen? And I'm like, I want to find out I'm 41 years old. I want to find out what does fit DK look like? I know what dad bod DK looks like, but mm -hmm. what's crazy, John, I looked at my uh, vision board from last year and it said, get rid of dad bod. And I forgot it was there. Wow. I, I packed up my vision board, right? Cause it's like almost the new year. 
So anyway, it's just crazy how you plan that, that stuff out, right? It's crazy. And it had been by accident. And, uh, you know, Eddie wasn't intentionally trying to call you out, but he accidentally called you out and, and it had you um, step into this journey of uh, this body transformation. Oh, and yeah. lo and behold, you check back in your vision board, guys. He didn't even remember that he put it on his vision board. Yeah. And it just it just goes to show you, right? If it's important, you'll make time. If it's not, you'll make so it became important. It became a priority to take care of me, DK. Because if anybody that you know me, but anybody who doesn't know me, I've, my whole life, I've been putting other people first. And, uh, and I said, you know, it's time to put me first and do some self-love and take care of me so I can be a better, you know, team leader, father, you know, you name it. I, mm-hmm. uh, that was the intention here. And uh, so far, it's been a great journey. I've got like 25 days left of this first 90-day kick, and uh, we'll see how I look. Yeah, he, he's going to post his full body transformation. He's got like a 10 pack right now. Um, I get the updates, so I'm lucky that way. But um, you guys, uh, stay tuned. Um, but honestly, man, I think uh, it's tough for people to say, hey, I want to kill it in, in real estate, do a lot of sales and be uh, successful in my health and in my family. People don't think they can have it all. And you are evidence right now that you can actually have it all. But how, do you, how did you do it? Well, first of all, it's understanding why is it hard? Because if you don't understand why it's hard, then you won't be able to achieve it. Mm-hmm. Our subconscious mind, our brains are designed to avoid pain. And our, and our brains, we've been designed to avoid struggle. So we avoid it, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's how we've been designed for hundreds and like, that's how humans are. So we, if we can avoid waking up at 4 a.m., we will stay in bed. If we can avoid the pain of the gym or the recovery or the awkwardness or whatever, we'll avoid it. So um, until you make a decision that, okay, Mm -hmm. I understand this is, I'd rather have the pain of the change than the pain of living in the same status quo, you won't make that change. Um, So, you know, I'm up at four, I'm at the gym at five. My workouts are about an hour and a half to two hours. They're long, but a lot of that is stretching and yoga style, like, you know, prepping my body for the workout. Yeah. Uh, So I'm home by like 7.15, 7.30, and then I'm still at the office by 8.30, like, it's, I'm still here. I'm still hammering it out. I'm still doing, running the business. You totally can do both as long as you make it a priority. John, I've been to weddings. I've been to birthday parties. I've been to, I took my family on a Prince Edward Island trip. I went to Kelowna uh, last week for the Royal LePage Chairman's Club trip. They went to eight fucking wineries. <laughs> that's what the, that's what the events were, wineries. And they're like, don't worry. The ninth is a brewery. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> can't have carbs i can't have anything we were in the middle of new brunswick in in an rv and i bought all this exercise gear that i worked out at 4 a.m in the middle of the woods wow i almost got attacked by a freaking mountain lion but i did it you know i was working out with trx machines and 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 you know what's crazy everybody gets uncomfortable with you changing like Mm. you're changing for the better but i got comments like i don't like you skinny or are you sick that was wow. my or this is my favorite. Why did you start now? Why didn't you just oh. wait till after the wedding? Why didn't you wait until after the chairman? You know why? There's always going to be something. There's always going to be a birthday or a party or a dinner. You can't make excuses like that. Like I said, if it's wow. a, you'll do it. If it's not, you'll find excuses. So I'm not a big fan of, you know, excuses and like, uh, but I've been getting the comments. It's crazy. It's nuts. And you yeah. have to have the capacity to like, thank you for your concern but I'm, I'm good. 
Yeah. How do you work through that? And and this this has come up a few times. I think uh, you know it's hard for most people that if you're going to do something different, uh, you, even your friends who mean well are have become naysayers, right? Well, why are you doing that now? Oh, uh, well, you know you're 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 doing too much for your business. You're you're going to leave your family and your health behind. Yeah. So how how do you move through? I don't want to say haters. But like, you know, caring about what other people think. It's not just haters. My mom, I'm Greek Orthodox. I go to see my mom. Mom, I'm coming for coffee. Wow. Have, have some church bread. It's bread from the church. Ma, I can't have church bread. It's carbs. But <laughs> it's Jesus. Have Jesus. Ma, ma <laughs> I've, had, I've had Jesus bread all my life. I will have Jesus bread in 60 days. I'm on a program. You are going to go to hell. Have the bread. <laughs> ma, I'm not going to hell. Please. I can't have carbs. One bit, one little, ma, I can't have the bread. <laughs> she means well, right? Yes, yes. She doesn't want me to go to hell. But that too, it's like the people that love you. So here's the deal. Here, here's the way I operate my life. And here's the way I operate with my mind. Let me ask you a question, John. If you knew the day you were going to die, knock on wood, if you knew your expiry date, would you live your life differently? I would say a little bit, yeah, for sure. Of course you would. 100% you would. If you knew your expiry date you would live your life. So my question is this, why is it when people are faced with tragedy or with something like that, that only then they start to live or start to regret things they didn't do, or, you know, start to appreciate the life we've been blessed with. It's because we always think we have more time mm. until we realize we don't. So one thing COVID has taught me is time has flown by so fucking fast in the last two yeah. and a half years. I was like, where did the last two years go? And it's supposed to only fly when you're having fun. Like if we've had a little bit of fun, come on. We haven't traveled much. Like it's yeah. gone. I don't know if anybody agrees with me, but so I think I've been blessed in the sense that I've been through a lot of difficult things in my earlier life mm -hmm. that gave me perspective on how valuable time is mm. and that God willing, I live for another 90 years, but I want to take advantage of the time I have now because I just appreciate every minute of the day. Whereas I think the reason why everybody procrastinates is I'll do it later. I'll do it later. What if there is no later? So that's mm -hmm. how you have to approach it, right? Do it now. Don't wait, you know, attack, go after what you want, you know, immediately uh, or as soon as possible, because you never know what the future holds. If you're not already pumped up uh, from this call, you, there's something wrong with you. So <laughs> I just want to say that, but I mean, it, it's easy to get complacent and, and especially during COVID, you know, a lot of us just stay home and, you know, and, and their business is good, whatever. But how do you, how do you even stay hungry, you know, through all this? You're always so hungry. Like I posted the other day, um, you're, the, the difference between you and me is that um, you're hungry and I'm starving. And I know you're starving always. Yeah. How do you keep, you know, being starving? That's. Um, first of all, I just want to make, make it clear that even though I'm very energetic and positive, I'm not immune to bad days. I'm not immune to negative things. They happen to me all the time. I just don't let them keep me down long. That's, I think, the biggest difference. Um, the hunger, I think. So my parents were Greek. Like, you know, my dad was a cook. My mom was a waitress. They came to Canada, did the best they could. And I feel like I was raised with that immigrant mentality. Does that make sense? So like where you had to learn a new language, you had to, you know, even though I was born in Canada, my first language out of my mouth was Greek. So I was raised like an immigrant. And I just feel like that immigrant mentality where you have to survive. There's no plan. Mm. There was no money waiting for me, no business handed to me. There was no, 
opportunities, not even a handshake, forget money, not even like an introduction. Like I had none of that. So on top of that, my family ran into financial troubles when I was in my early twenties. So I decided to help the family and, you know, instead of going and partying or doing whatever, um, working my ass off at a young age. So I think that that hunger is always inside of me that I want to help my family, help as many people as I can. Um, and I, I don't know if that'll ever go away. I'm just like that. It's not even about the money. It hasn't been about the money for years. I've had, mm. you know, thank God, enough to last me. But I don't know. I just, I feel like if you can, then you must. Like if ah. you, So, John, here's what people forget to realize, okay? There are people that would die to be you. There were people that would die to be Carrie, that would die to be, uh, you know, Kai, that would die to be Susan. There's people that would kill to be us. We have mm. to remind ourselves that, that we're blessed. Like we complain, we bitch. Oh, I got this difficult listing. People wish they had a listing. I got this hard buyer that I've shown them 10 houses. People fucking wish they could show 10 houses to a buyer. <laughs> but I'm always looking at the positive in any situation. And I think that's why it keeps me hungry because I always think there are a lot of people that wish they had the opportunities uh, that we have. And if I don't exercise that right or that, you know, God-given thing that was put in front of me, it's a sin. And like, why should I have it? Then give it to someone else. So if I have that ability and I'm not doing what I should be doing, that's, you know, step aside then, let someone else do it. You've got to have that hunger and you've got to have that appreciation for what's in front of us. But we, we, we bitch, we complain. It's like, shut your mouth. There's people that, you know, don't have food to eat. Mm. So like last week I was in Kelowna and a lot of people were like, you're not eating the steak. What did you get? I got veggies. And, and then my plate came and they're like, that's it. I go, there's people that wish they had this to eat. There's mm. people that wish they had this to eat. I'm grateful for this. and I'm going to eat it. Wow. I, I wanted the freaking steak, but <laughs> I was grateful for the veggies in front of me, you know, like, so I think as long as you're constantly grateful, wow. uh, good things just come to you. Uh, if that makes sense. That, that's gratitude, guys, on another level, because we could, you know, we, we don't feel like, you know, we're blessed every single day, like truly blessed. Like, yeah. like you said, people would kill to be in our position. And, and you know what, guys, selling real estate is, is such a, you know, high paying job. And all we're doing is, is talking to people every single day. We are blessed. We get to talk to people. We get to go on buyer's tours right? We get to go on a listing appointment at eight o'clock at night because someone wanted to hire you. So feel blessed and always stay hungry. Yeah. Okay. And I'm more inspired than hungry. Like I wake up every day, not hungry or, you know, I wake up like inspired, like who's going to help today? You know, hmm. how many people going to help today? How can, whose life can I help change today? You know, with what we do, because we have a very important job. So, so yeah. That, that's amazing. And, and, you know, I do want to relate it back to the real estate business. Um, this year, you're doubling your income. Yeah. And uh, is it doubling units as well? Just curious. Uh, no, no, it's about 65% more units because like everyone on this call, like the prices went up so drastically. Right. Uh, the units went up, but because the average price of a house went up, we didn't have to do double the units. Gotcha. Gotcha. 140 million so far this year, guys. So congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, did you do anything different this year to have the, the business increase as much? I mean, I would say most of us had is having a great year. Uh, but what did you do differently this year? I think it's just my ninth year in the business. I think it's the accumulation effect. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't do anything different. I just did the same. Now, 
the health, like this, what I'm doing, the exercise thing only started like 60 days ago. So I can't say that was it. Um, so at the beginning of COVID, like a year and a half ago, we had a mastermind call and I dropped a lot of F-bombs and I was, and I was saying a lot of affirmations that no disease, no this, no that will effing affect my business, my goals, my dreams. And I internalized that and I was scared like everybody in the planet was, but I guess I just got so amped up back then that it just, you know, I was inspired and motivated to keep pushing and I knew people needed my help. Um, but I didn't do anything. Like if anything, I didn't, I didn't travel as much. So mm -hmm. I was, I was here a little bit more. Um, but I still was on my schedule. Like I was going on three listing appointments a day. Wow. So our, 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 our market was on fire. So some of it is market driven. And then when COVID, when COVID hit, you and I talked about this again on a mastermind call. I called my entire database. So, cause I think what the success of this year is because of what I did last year. Right. So it's not what's happening now. It's what happened before you plant the seed, then it grows. Wow. So it was just calling my database, not asking for business, just grateful for them and uh, contribution. Are you okay? What do you need? Is there anything I can do for you? And they all appreciated it. And the second thing I dissected every single system in my business and I revamped everything. I upgraded everything, business cards, email signatures, um, everything in my office was overhauled because I had the time. And then I added systems. I, I, I improved our customer service from within. Um, and I think that when all of those things were ready and then the market came back, like, ah. yeah, it was just crazy. You were ready for the opportunity that the market presented you because you had all the systems in place. Um, I do want to touch on that a little bit because adding systems is uncomfortable for most people. And it's like, where do I add what and when? How did you tackle all your systems? It's just one system at a time. You know, like I'd sit down with my team and say, where do we lack, you know, in our business? What needs improvement? Every single, like from my assistant to my agents, like, what are struggles that you see in our business and what would you like to see improved? And we would just throw out all the stuff that came on the table and say, okay, let's prioritize now. Mm. Like our pre-list package was dated. It was working. I was getting listings, mm, but yeah. it, it was dated. It wasn't sexy. So we updated that, you know, now I don't look like I used to. So I have to update our, our headshots, our photos. Like, right. I just think a lot of people, we get busy being busy and then we leave yes. all the stuff that we have because we figure it's working. Why change it? Well, change is good. Sometimes change it up, you know? Um, so, you know, doing business, being in the business, working in the business, um, about uh, what percentage of the time do you actually allocate to working on the business, upgrading your systems? About an hour a week. Hour a week. Okay. Yeah. But write that down, team leaders, an hour a week set aside. Don't just prospect all day and then, you know, don't upgrade your systems. And, and how often would you say you upgrade your systems? All the time. Everything's being tweaked constantly. So like we have... We have a lot of different systems for different things and I'm constantly looking at everything. I showed you before, I always have the numbers, all my expenses, all my sales, all my revenues on my desk every week. It's reprinted. It's there for me to look at. I think it's important for a business person to know what's going on at any given time, but you also have to take a step back sometimes and look at your business the way a customer sees it. Cause there's the way I see it. There's the way the customer sees it. Right. So I would just, you know, walk into the office, like, Hey, what's the first thing a customer sees? Okay. I don't like that there. Let's move it here. I like, honestly, I'm obsessed with the little things. It's the little mm -hmm. things that matter. It's the details that matter. 
and um, just constantly updating every every system where we can. You taught me something uh, the other day, and I'm very uncomfortable with this, is asking your clients for feedback. Yes. Listening to it. Um, I'm so uncomfortable. Teach us how. Well, it's usually when they're thanking me. So usually usually when they're thanking me at their, like, let's say over the phone or at their house, I, I say, I really sincerely appreciate you thanking me, but would you mind if we sent you a questionnaire and I'd like you to be brutally honest, the good, wow. the bad, you know, if there's bad, please, you're not helping me as a business person grow if I don't hear everything. And I know uh, you want to be kind and it might be uncomfortable, but I would really appreciate the brutal truth. And we send them a, a questionnaire that we have through Google and they fill it out. And it was the best thing I ever could have done because again, there's the way you think you are and there's the way people see you, right? And I got some really good feedback from that. People don't want to know a lot of times. Well, I, I'm speaking for myself. I, I can't speak for everyone else, but it's uncomfortable. I don't want to know. It's uncomfortable for me too, but that's the good stuff. That's that's where, you know, that's the meat. It's always the uncomfortable stuff in life that's that matters. I didn't want to go to the gym this morning and do leg day. It sucks. Well, yeah. Who wants leg day? But it's it's uncomfortable. It hurts. It's whatever. But that's why you got to do it. Like I said, we're designed to avoid pain. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll at all costs. Do you know what I'm saying? Here's so the thing. Go, yeah. Here's, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say go towards pain because that's where you grow. Sort of. Like go towards the uncomfortable thing. Like the thing that you don't want to do, do it first. Like there's a big difference between a to-do list and a success list. Mm. I have success lists. I don't have to-do mm. lists with 50 items on it. I'll have a to-do list and then I'll say, okay, from that, what's my success list? Like which of these 20, 30, 40 items will make me, will have, will cause me to have a successful day. And then I'll take the top three and do those first. And usually it's the worst things. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. let's say an uncomfortable conversation with a customer where it's a price reduction or whatever, that's got to happen first, you know, because it, sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle and you're checking things off on your to-do list, thinking you're having a good day when you're not, you're not having a successful day. So I think it's important to brain dump and get it all on paper, but then mm-hmm. to prioritize and say, okay, a success list, what's that look like? Uh, if that if that makes any sense. Oh, definitely. You are so analytical and detailed, but you're an expressive, which is uh, amazing. I don't know how, how you do that. And guys, please learn from, from DK. Uh, I want to touch on this. Um, you said the other day when you were kind enough to visit us, uh, great times. You said, actually, next year, you set your goal lower than what you had this year. Tell us about that and why. Yeah, so I'm I had my coaching call this morning and she didn't agree only because I felt like this year was an anomaly. I felt like this year was abnormally busy and I've never done that in nine years. I've always set my goal higher and I've, thank God had consistent growth. I just don't want to set myself up for failure. I I want to set myself up to win. I doubled last year. So Mm. I'd love to double again, but it's okay if I don't, you know, the, the point here is to help as many people as possible mm-hmm. and to understand that I can't control the market. I can't control what happens. All I can control is how I, has how I react to it. So, so I don't like catchphrases. Okay. Like it is what it is. Yeah. You know that one <laughs> or, or it wasn't meant to be. I hate that shit with a passion. When I hear them, I cringe for me. It is what I make it. But I'm not saying that 
I don't have control over every situation, but I do have control over how I react to every situation. So I will do my damn best to control what I can. And if I realize it's just going to happen, let it go. And, you know, learn what I can from that experience and move on. So if the market does go down five, 10% next year, that's okay. I'm still way ahead of what I did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm done. Always success. Isn't just about deals and money. It's about how you feel like personally, Mm -hmm. personally now health wise, I'm successful. I feel I'm on my way. Absolutely. You are. Yes. There's more than one way to define success. Yeah. That's all I meant. So I was just specifically talking about the numbers and the money. Absolutely. So, and again, I think everybody can relate to this, that there, a lot of people are having their best year ever and it's okay. uh, If the market changes to go backwards, I've gone backwards many times and uh, you know, I beat myself up, but it's okay. We're still making a good living. So I really, really like that, that you brought that up. Um, Quiet. Like I told you, I revamped everything that needed to get done. So it was like a, it was a, it was, I was grateful for that short stint of time off. Cause then when it got busy, I was ready. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, when the opportunity presented itself, you had the systems in place. So guys, when it slows down, it's okay. It's time to work on your system. It's a great opportunity. I do want to touch on this. Um, a lot of us throughout this whole year and a half, two years now of COVID, uh, mental health is an issue. Um, how important do you think it is in, in what we do? Really important. I mean, it's the most important. I, I struggle with it too, like everybody else. I've had a lot of low points. I bought a puppy, you know, to try and, no joke. I bought a puppy for the office and for the family. Wow. She's here all day and I bring her home in the evenings. Initially, I bought her just for morale, for the team. Wow. And for me and for the kids. And it worked. It did a great job. Uh, she did a great job, Zena. <laughs> I'm constantly looking for ways. I use a lot of music uh, to keep me constantly pumped up. I love music. There's always music playing in the background. I remember prospecting clinic like five years ago with Susan behind me and uh, there was music playing and Susan was like dancing and I saw her like shaking her ass and stuff. So, <laughs> she's like that, you know, um, yeah. I, I'm the same. Like I play music all the time. Um, I watch, I take a lot of mindset breaks, like even at the gym between sets, um, you know, I'll watch like funny, you know, funny stuff on YouTube or whatever. So I think it's incredibly important to constantly be filling your mind with positive things because our mind is always looking for the negative. Uh, well, mm-hmm. the negative is always being thrown at us. Like at the gym, there's TVs everywhere. What's, right. on, the t- What's on the TV? News. News. Or, or the Food Network. For God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> like, there was a guy this morning making fucking grilled cheese while I'm doing my squats. And I'm like, motherfucker, can you change this shit to like rock? Like I got grilled cheese here. I got like the weather over here. I got traffic. Like Jesus, I'm surrounded by negative. <laughs> so what do you do? Put the freaking AirPods in and you shut it out. Right. You have to because you are constantly going to be bombarded with the negativity. So you have to be strong enough to say, not mm. on my watch, not not now, not you know, not on my watch. Go go somewhere else. So fill yourself with positivity at all costs, especially during this time. It's been tough. It's been a doozy for a lot of people. So, you know, don't overlook it. Mental health is a huge issue. So thank you for sharing your thoughts with that. Um, What would you say for us to, you know, succeed from now 2021 and into 2022? What would you say is the the best thing that we can do to to move forward? You're, You're already that person. You just got to embrace it. Like you're already that person. So like I told my trainer, like I have abs. 
He's like, yeah, everyone does. I'm like, I didn't think God gave him <laughs> when he installed me like Mr. Potato. Head, I'm like, I think he forgot to add. And he's like, you were always the same guy. You just mm-hmm. make the decision to, you know, chisel it out. So like, it's the same thing. You know, you are already that person you want to be. You just have to start acting like it and thinking like that person. Now, you know, when you become, when you hit that goal, it's, it's the time that led up to that point. You're not the person that you like, it's not the person that you are that got you there. It's the person that uh, on the journey that got you there. So you already are that person now, like everyone here is probably well on their way to achieving whatever it is they want. So you just have to believe it. I guess the biggest thing with me is I actually believe I can do anything I want. I believe I can manifest and have anything I want as long as I think about it repetitive, like repetitively believe that I can have it, believe that I'm good enough and that I deserve it. And it just happens. Everything I've ever wanted, I've always believed in myself and I believe that I deserved it and, and it would come to me. Um, if that makes any sense. Like I just, I've always had that thought always. Absolutely. And, and it's tough for, for us to think that way, but you are already that person that you want to be. You just got to, like you said in your, in your uh, quote, in your meme that you, you made, uh, visualize it, um, go out there and take action, and then you manifest it and you got it, yeah. right? So, but believe, believe that you can have it first. That's, that's the first thing, guys. Yeah, uh, question. You don't, you don't believe it, the public's not going to believe it. You, like, you're the first person that has to believe it. Question, yeah. Exactly. Uh, looking back when you first started the business, what advice can you give it new, to uh, new agents for their first year? Get a coach. I don't care who it is. Just get somebody that holds you accountable and calls you out on your bullshit and teaches you because the, the real estate courses don't teach you anything. It teaches you how to stay out of jail. It doesn't teach you how to make money or how to build a business. It just teaches you forms and bullshit. So get a, well, not bullshit. It's important, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not teaching you success. It's yeah. teaching basics like everyone gets that education everyone but not everyone is successful why what we all have the same hours in the day we all get that same real estate training why isn't everybody a superstar because people take it more seriously they have coaches they have mentors so immediately gravitate to the most successful people in your office or in your city take them up for a coffee interview them ask them if you can you know if they can teach you something Absolutely. And and pay attention when you're being taught something pay attention yeah pay attention jp when we talk just kidding just kidding man I, I know your time is tight today thank you for making time for us um having a great hair day so what's that having a great hair day so we can extend this five minutes <laughs> if you want. It's, fine. it's looking great it's looking great how can we reach you and uh if we want to are you still growing your team uh we're yeah so my okay. goal my goal is to be out of production within four years and just be like the leader of the team, manage, coach, things like that. Uh, so I'm building the team right now. Yeah. So we're, awesome. at, we're at nine people right now. So Ottawa agents, uh, if you're looking for a great career opportunity with a great leader and value proposition, please reach out to DK. DK, thank you very much today. Guys, if you're not inspired, again, I'm going to say this, there's something wrong with you. Make it a great day, y'all. Thank you.